The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The nominations for the 92nd Academy Awards have been announced. Netflix led the total number of nominations with 24, followed closely by Disney at 23, Sony Pictures at 20. A Joker has the most total nominations with 11, and there's a three-way tie for Second at 10 with The Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and 1917. Have you seen any of them? I know a bunch of folks uh, on my timeline went to see 1917 over the weekend, said it was absolutely stunning. Uh, joining us this afternoon is movie connoisseur and critic Steve Stebbing. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, a couple of things before we get into uh, the nominees. Mm. Let's address some of the controversies first, okay? Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, among the big shockers, um, you know, Jennifer Lopez, Lupita Nyong'o, Aquafina, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy, and uh, Aquafina actually won the Golden Globe for mm-hmm. for Farewell. All people of color snubbed. The vast yeah. majorities of no- ma- vast majority of nominees this year are white. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I have, because I, I, I'm disappointed by the, by the Academy Award nominations. I feel a lot of them are easy. Uh, they, they're, nobody's taken a chance. The, the, the whole voting committee never, didn't take a chance. Yeah, like you said, no Aquafina, which is highway robbery. Uh, no Adam Sandler, another one that really bothers me. Mm. Uh, no women directors. Mm. Women had an, an amazing 2019, no representation. You said Adam Sandler in the same line as Oscar nomination. That's right. And if, if you haven't seen Uncut Gems, you have to. It'll be available for everybody on January 31st on Netflix. But if you can access it in your city... It. it was up for a couple of Golden Globe nominations, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, just in technical categories, yeah. writing and stuff. But, I mean, this is arguably the greatest Adam Sandler role that he's ever done. And people that are just thinking Billy Madison and stuff, when they look at this movie, you're wrong. <laughs> really, eh? Because that's yeah. what I think about when I think of Adam Sandler. That's pretty much it, the wedding singer. Yeah, no, this, this, is, this is deep, deep character work. Uh, he makes the the character of Howard Ratner so palpable and so real, and that's what it really comes down to uh, when you're awarding actor categories. All righty. Well, let's get into some of the uh, the Best Picture nominees, and this one, uh, hugely popular. Uh, take a listen. Are you an actor? No, I'm a stuntman. Look at me. So you still direct, huh? Still here. You can do anything you want to him. I hired you to be an actor, Rick. Not a TV cowboy. You're better than that. Dwan. Cut! Embarrass yourself like that in front of all those people. All right, what's the matter, partner? It's official, old buddy. Well, it has been. All right, I have to tell you, Steve, the only thing that I like about uh, that so far, and I've mentioned it before, is that that's Neil Diamond, Brother Loves Traveling Show, that's always in the trailer, and it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. all-time songs. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino, I'm not a huge Tarantino fan, but this is getting lots of buzz, won the Golden Globe. Your thoughts on it? I mean, it, it is uh, standard Tarantino. This is a ninth film. Uh, I think we know what to expect uh, with Tarantino films. The man knows how to write really, really great dialogue and some compelling characters. Of course, brought to life by Brad Pitt and uh, someone I'm calling now, from now on, LDC, 
Uh, and uh, I, I mean, it is standard, but this is also at the same time. It's such a love letter to uh, the films, the, the film era, and the Hollywood era that inspired Tarantino on his path that he is now. So you can feel that love throughout this movie. And it, he actually does some things in this movie as far as his writing that uh, feels a bit fresh and a bit different. So uh, I really like this movie. Is it the greatest movie of the year? No, but I really liked it. What about 1917? Oh, boy, that movie is incredible. I don't think, uh, because we usually, in film, we usually focus on World War II. We don't really have that focus on World War One. But this one's such a contained story about two uh, soldiers going across enemy lines to deliver uh, a, a message that if they don't get it there, it could end the war for Britain. And, uh, I mean, it's told basically over uh, a series of single long takes, and it is incredible to behold. I have heard that the... Um, the uh what do you call it, the sound, the, the, mm-hmm. the music score with this as well is incredibly powerful that it just adds so much. Oh, it, it does. And I mean, that's why it earned uh, nominations for sound editing and sound design. Uh, when it, it could really possibly walk away with those awards handily. Oh, right. So, and then a lot of talk about The Irishman, lots of nominations for it as well. It is a Martin Scorsese film. Um, it is three hours long. We've heard a lot <laughs> about that. Some people <clears throat> loving it. Some people saying they can't get through the three hours. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I've watched it twice now. Uh, it's three and a half <laughs> hours long. Okay. Uh, there is actually a way that you can split it up into a four-episode miniseries. There's a meme all over the internet kind of showing where to, to kind of divvy it up. Um, and I'll, I really like the movie, but I'm kind of burnt out on the praise and, and how much praise it's getting because I think it's overshadowing. Like, it obviously overshadowed a bunch of films that were, were deserving of these nominations, but people just can't get over the... The the, uh, the grouping of Scorsese, Pesci, Pacino, yeah. and De Niro. One of the ones that I'm hearing a lot of talk about and one that I want to see is called Jojo Rabbit. This is the trailer. Today you boys will be involved in such activities as four games, <laughs> ambush techniques, and blowing stuff up. I don't think I can do this. Russ? Of course you can. Abaddon comes to... When I was your age, I had an imaginary friend. Got me in so much trouble. Kids, it's time to burn some books! You're growing up too fast. Ten-year-olds shouldn't be celebrating war and talking politics. Hitler. I wish more of our young boys had your blind fanaticism. So that's Jojo Rabbit, and I know a lot of people wondering what the heck that's all about, and maybe you can do a better job of explaining it than I will. Uh, it's a comedy satire about a young boy in the Hitler Youth. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty simple. Uh, uh, but I, uh, director and writer uh, Taika Waititi, uh, who also plays the imag- this boy's imaginary friend, who is Hitler, uh, managed to make this movie fun uh, and also thought-provoking as well. But uh, you got to keep in mind the whole time that this this is a satire. So you know, just okay. take it lightly. All right. In, in the other nominees in the best picture category: Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, uh, and Parasite. So if you had to pick, if you had to lay, if you were a betting man, Steve, who's going to win mm-hmm. it? Well, if I'm going to put money on it, 
I'm probably going to go with 1917. Who would you like to see win it? Parasite. Just a phenomenal South Korean film that just just basically became like an avalanche of support behind it just due to word of mouth. Uh, and it, it is such an immaculately put-together film. All right, 347 here. Uh, Steve, can you hold on just uh, for a couple yeah. of minutes? I want to get into a couple of the, uh, the acting categories and get your thoughts on the no-host business uh, again. <laughs> hold on. Steve Stebbing joining us this afternoon. He's a movie connoisseur and critic. You can find him at the Steve Dead and at stevestebbing.com. Uh, we'll talk more Oscars after this. Steve Stebbing joining me this afternoon. SteveStebbing.com. He, uh, he loves the movies and he is a critic of the movies as well. And we're talking about the 92nd uh, Academy Awards. The nominations have been announced. We, were to, uh, we just talked about uh, Best Picture. Just want to get into the acting categories before we uh, run out of uh, time here, Steve. In, mm-hmm. in the Best Actor uh, category, we have uh, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. And I was like, wow. Wow, I haven't heard that mm-hmm. name in such a, a long time. We have LDC for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> we had uh, Adam Driver for Marriage Story. And Marriage Story mm-hmm. getting a lot of talk. Apparently a, a very good movie. Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Um, pretty much, uh, you know, a lot of those movies I, I would like to see. Um, mm-hmm. I think Leonardo won the Golden Globe for it, if I remember correctly. Uh, him or Brad, um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. One of best supporting. Uh, best supporting. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh no, Joaquin Phoenix won the Golden Globe yeah. uh, for for Joker, and and I suspect that that's where it's going to go this time around. Yeah, it's it's all paving the way for Joaquin to walk away with his second Academy Award. Uh, and yeah, I mean, of those categories, I, I think Joaquin really deserves it. Uh, I mean, there are other performances that didn't get the nomination that I I, I would hold. A little bit above Joaquin's, but um, yeah, I think that's the money bet. That is the money bet there. So are we going back? You mentioned Adam Sandler earlier. Should he have been mm-hmm. in that category? I would put him, I, I would put him in that category and maybe switch out Jonathan Price. Even though Two Popes is an excellent film, I, I might switch him out there. Uh, Robert Pattinson in The Lighthouse, I would put into that spot. Uh, George McKay from 1917. I mean, there are so many really great performances out there uh, in 2019. Okay, and in the Best Actress category, we have uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Cersei Ronan for Little Woman, uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Uh, Of course, Renee Zellweger just getting all sorts of Mm -hmm. uh, applause and and praise for her, her portrayal of Judy Garland. Right, Judy Garland, and yeah, yeah. Um, and won the Golden Globe. Is that where it's going to go this time around? Uh, I think it. I think it will go there uh, again. No Aquafina this time yeah. around, so uh, which is massively disappointing for me because The Farewell is such a beautiful film. Um, the only the, the biggest problem I have in this category, not that she wasn't fantastic in it, I just don't think the movie was that fantastic. Uh, is Charlie's for Bombshell? Mm, okay. Um, yeah. All right, so that's an interesting one as well. So if if we have to look at all of this, Steve, it, you know, if, if you had a list right now of, of movies, like the top three movies that maybe weren't the obvious ones, maybe it wasn't Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, maybe it's not 1917 or um, uh, the, the Adam Sandler movie that you were telling us about, mm-hmm. or maybe that one should be on the list. What should we yeah. be going to see right now? What should uh, we be watching? I mean... 
Uncut Gems, like I already said, is such a phenomenally put together film from top to bottom. It is such a, a cool um, character story of a guy that's just just a real POS. So okay. <laughs> to, to see that story unfold is so fascinating. Um, I also bring Midsommar, uh, Florence Pugh, who is nominated for Best Supporting Actress. She is the lead in this movie about her and her boyfriend that go to this festival in Sweden and just all hell breaks loose. It is a phenomenally interesting film okay. that uh, people need to see. Uh, and I, I brought it up before, The Lighthouse. It's a black and white film about two uh, two sailors going basically crazy with cabin fever on a remote island in the late 1800s. Uh, just Pattinson and Willem Dafoe just acting their butts off. Wow, I, I, I saw some uh, people talking on, on social media the other day about The Lighthouse, and they, they mm-hmm. said it was just an absolutely uh, phenomenal movie. Yeah. Uh, Steve Stebbing, I want to thank you for joining us for the first time ever on 6.30 yeah. Chat Afternoons. Uh, you can find uh, more from Steve at the Steve Dead and stevestebbing.com. <laughs> Thanks for this, and how about we chat after the Oscars? That sounds great. Oh.